Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Guess who's back in town, baby. Guess who's back in town. (laughs) He's back, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, we're back. Okay. We're back. But he's back in studio. Please welcome to the party the one, the only, fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. He's back, baby. You hear how good those drops sound? You're a legend. 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 Yeah. He is back, back, ready to attack. Yeah. I can't believe it, Phil. You're here. Flesh and blood. I mean, dude. I'm stoked. In person. Yeah, I'm stoked. Welcome. Welcome to the Beat Locker, Phil. Welcome to the Beat Locker. It's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time. It's been too long, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's here. And so, yeah, we got a great show. We got a short show. We got a great show. Um, we are uh, having Zach Nager coming back, not in studio, but on Zoom. Yes. Welcome, Zach. Coming up in 15 minutes, Phil. Um, so yeah, you know, same thing as last week. We got a lot of things going on with the drum brigade. If you want any information, just check it out. Drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah. All right. Not even going to waste any time because we got a lot to cover. Let's get it. Oh buddy. Listen to how good those drops sound. No more robo voice for me. Like Go ahead and check out uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like not at all like that. Just so cl- crisp and clear. <laughs> uh, it's how it is, though, sometimes. You know? a, that was a really accurate <laughs> <laughs> impression of how it sounds. Uh, dude, Zach Nager coming up, man. You're funky, man. That's what's up. It sucks, basically, is the word. Yeah. We're going to hopefully get some more drops because I got some space on this thing where we can just freaking fill it up with Zach, da- Zach Danger drops. <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> just not that funky, honestly. Dude, love that dude. He's coming up. He's going to hang with us um, for a little while until we got to wrap this up. So anyways... Uh, here we are, dude. We're just we're on a streak now. This is what show one thirteen, fourteen. I think one fourteen. Yeah, I mean just next level and stuff. Um. Oh man, I just got a text message and it's gonna send me down the rabbit hole of soapboxes. Miss that train. You forgot about that. I haven't train, heard that train you? in so long. Yeah. Yeah. You got a bad text. Uh, it's going to send me down a rabbit hole of, of soapboxes. Yeah. Ooh. One of my soapboxes today. Um, so how does it feel, Phil? How does it feel to be back in the beat locker? Feels great. City. It looks great in here, man. It's really cool. Everything sounds great. It looks great. I like the, uh, I get to see your yeah. rig, your drum online station. drum station. It's looking a little messy today. And it's I, good to be back. Man. I have some of the mics in my car still from my gig over the weekend, but I was just looking over there like it looks a little silly over there. And then I have a crazy, wacky, silent cymbal setup. I don't know if you noticed. Dual hi-hats. I see that. You have two hi-hats. Yeah. So it's been um, because when I'm not teaching, I'm like knee deep in some practice sessions for, um, for a your tour. Dream Theater tour. <laughs> a lot of cymbals on this tour coming up, man. <laughs> 
And it's like, it's causing me a lot of stress. And you know why, What dude? is wrong with you, Zildjian? Yeah. I just want answers, Phil. I just want answers. This doesn't come through? Uh, Phil, when have they ever come through? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I've actually paid for stuff and like been just sitting there waiting, dude, because Mike Mangini's stuff is back ordered? <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. I just assume that anytime I want symbols, Mike Mangini's ordering something. Mm-hmm. And he gets he's on the he phone yeah. with them you while you're what? trying to order. Yeah, I'll take it. Well, what is everybody else ordering? All right, I'll take that. I'll take two of those. Yeah. And then boom, back ordered. You know, there's like a, a boat sideways in the canal that's like coming from China. And like, I don't know where their symbols come from. I'm guessing China. <laughs> <laughs> Shows what I know. No wonder I don't have a Zildjian endorsement, dude. They're from Turkey. I know. It says it on there. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know, though. I wonder if their factory's actually actually in Turkey anymore. Man, I shouldn't say all of this stuff because it's just making my it's just making my case like worse and worse. Every time I have like a, a show, I'm just like, we have the what is wrong with you, Zildjian drop. I'm over here talking about Mike Mangini and like that their symbols come from China, yet I want an endorsement. Who the heck am I, dude? <laughs> this Gosh. show is going to go so Better stupid. Than this. <laughs> I'm the cool person in this group, oh. right? <laughs> Anyways, I really, really, really am like, I'm, I'm stoked and excited that hopefully this comes through and I just, I really want to play Zildjian symbols. Like, I confirmed it last week. Like, I started going on the, the Minel like website and started listening to their like stuff, like their videos and stuff. And mm-hmm. I went on the, okay. I taught, I tapped on, I don't know anything about their symbols, but I tapped on their hybrid 19 inch and I hit the video, hit play on the video. The guy was like, and I was just like, Oh, that is the most beautiful, perfect sounding symbol ever. I was like, that's it. And so then I was on this tangent of like, Man, maybe I just emailed Minel. I don't know. Does it work if you just cold call somebody? And I so know. I see on their website, it's like endorsements. I can't even. I can only imagine how many endorsement emails they get every day. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm like, am I one of those guys that's just like, hey man, hey, yeah, like kind of breathing heavy in a dark room. Yeah. <laughs> can I have more symbols? <laughs> And so it like they have a they have like a list of like requirements like do you already play Minel? And I'm like, nope. Nope. And they're like, why would you want to play Minel? Like and so I'm I don't know. I'm like so you're gonna write like cause Zildjian won't get back to me. <laughs> I'm just gonna send them a <laughs> clip of the what is wrong with you Zildjian clip. No, dude. <laughs> and so it it's just like I don't know. And then I started talking to another drummer friend of mine and he was like saying um, that like he plays Minel at his church and he's like, yeah, they're great, man. They sound great, but they are like thin. They're very expensive. And he's like, and they don't cut through like you probably think they sound great on videos and stuff like that. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm saying that I love the sound of Minel's, but I also love like Zildjian's what I know and what I love and what I've always played. And I can tell you what symbol sounds like what, if you're looking for something, it's like, you want to use this. I cannot do that with Minel. So I really, really, really want Zildjian to just realize that Mike Mangini has everything he needs <laughs> and it's time for some Corey Kingston love. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm man. I'm totally only kidding. All right, Zildjian. I know you're listening. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're. Li- you listen to every show religiously, and you know. So, uh, what's going on, Funky Phil? How's everything going? Everything's going well. Yeah, I got sick last week. The ro- what are you doing here? Did you get the Ronas? No, I got tested immediately, okay, good. and I'm I'm good. There's a um, new variant, Phil. I got a cold though. Dang it! I don't want to get a cold. But I'm not sick anymore. Don't and give it to me, Phil. I won't. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> other than that, not much. I had some family in town, some cousins. Oh yeah! Did the cousins bring the Ronas? No. Okay, good. They're all good too. We had some good cousin family hangs, and uh, yeah, it was just a overall pleasant week. Oh, oh boy. I got a massive order of drum heads. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Aquarian shout out. I called yeah. Chris Brady today, and um, he didn't answer. Yeah, they, they just moved. That's what I heard. So it took a little while for me to get everything squared away on this, this order, but it was, I think it's just because they're- Yeah, they've they been like at that- Just moved to Orange County. They've been in that, um, fat, like that warehouse for years, dude, in yeah. Fullerton. For years they've been there. But I'm I still haven't had a chance to set up my new heads at all yet. I'm going through the same thing, man. I was chops and coffee this morning. I was talking to Nat. We had this whole like that's why we were late. Like we ended really late. And so we had this whole discussion about drum heads and like we were we're like <laughs> kind of convincing everyone in Chops and Coffee to just go to Aquarian. And, I mean, uh, they are the best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, <laughs> that's what I use. Shoot. <laughs> and um, I was talking about like getting a Benny Benny Greb sounding floor tom, so like just dead, almost a kick drum. Yeah, but I want because on this on this gig I want um, twelve, fourteen, and then sixteen. So I want like a dual. You gonna get one of the super kick? I think I might it? do a super kick. Did yeah. they make them coated that small? Well, I think you could get like a. I don't think so. I I kind of want a. I, see, I was thinking a super kick one. For the for a sixteen for a sixteen, I think you can get them coated that small. You can. I know you could get a Super Kick ten coated because they've been make. Because I used to, I used to have a little sixteen inch kick that I'd use sometimes, mm-hmm. and I I had bought. I'm pretty sure I bought um, a sixteen inch Super Kick. Two or it. one. I think they do both. Yeah, but it was before they they started making them for toms too okay. and stuff. I think I want a super kick clear though. Oh yeah, you can definitely do that. And I want uh but I don't know if I should get super kick 1 or super kick 2. What's going to be better for a floor tom? Like more boomier. Like more still like doom, like a dead bassy thing. If I mean if it was me, I'd probably just get the 1. But what about well, so then I was like, well, what if I got like a force 10 or a triple threat? Maybe I do a triple threat. Force 10, though, I was like, maybe I put a Force 10, and then I put, like, a a, a felt on it. And he's like, then just get a Super Kick 10, because that's what it is. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I don't know. He said, he said if you really want to deaden it up, you really want it to sound bassy and have that warmth, then put, like, maybe a Super Kick on, and then do a coated um, resonant head. And he's like, and I'm like, oh. Oh, <laughs> so maybe I do like a maybe I do um uh response to on the resonant side, 
and maybe I do a triple threat on the top side. Mm. Dang. And if I really need to make it work, then I'll put a felt on there. And then standard everything else, like response two, and then force 10 on the floor. Sounds fun. Oh, man, I want to get these heads. <laughs> now, that just got me thinking. <laughs> That's dope. Um, Zach coming up in four minutes, so I can't get on a soapbox, but I have a family soapbox again. Dang it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll get Zach on. Um, but, yeah, uh, more gigs this weekend. I have a gig soapbox. Holy moly. Another gig soapbox, and then I have um, the text that I just got. That's another soapbox that I'm just not happy with. So, fun ahead. Um, so I I have to figure out if I'm gonna be like Corey on a soapbox replying to this text, or just kill him with kindness reply to this text, or what? Because I'm not happy. Well, maybe you can have a soapbox. With Zach on the line. Yeah, I'm going to have to. And can get his perspective, too. Yeah. he. I already know what he's going to say, dude. <laughs> um, I kind of draw the line at poop. It's true. That's probably what he's going to say. <laughs> he's going to say that, dude. It sucks, basically, is the word. Yeah. All right, let's take a... I know it's a, it's a quick show, guys. We haven't really done much of a, of a catch-up or anything like that. Um, but let's take a little break, Phil, and then let's bring on Zach and have a party amp in here. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a show of welcome backs, Phil You're in studio We have a man that's been on the show very much And um, we love this dude And he has he has a whole page of drops, right? You're funky, man uh-huh. <laughs> So please welcome to the show, welcome back The one, the only, Zach Nager Oh Woo! my god, one of the funkiest dudes yeah, yeah. Bro, that video of you in the art studio playing James Brown tunes and breaking it down. Holy moly. Come on, dude. Funky. Come on with dude. that. <laughs> dude. Well, man, that you know that song, right? You ever heard that song? Yeah. Yeah, it's on the compilation. But see, but like the thing is, I've never heard anybody play it so authentically and like on point. Um, man, now I can't remember the names, but um, since you've been gone, since you've been gone, yeah. So that that one is, you know, it's what I would consider like a iconic James Brown groove, you know, or like you know. But the way that you played it was like, oh, but that's the way you're su- you're really supposed to play. It. <laughs> like you can't fake that, you know. 
Well, like he developed, you know, he developed his rhythms, you know, over time, just he started adding more things to it and just, yeah, it built, he's just built this virtuosic thing, you know, that's just amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? And of course, you know, it's dope. Dude. Field of beast. Yeah, that's dope. So what's been going on, man? Oh. Because I used to be able to play that when I was a lot younger, because I, I used to really practice um. my, my hands a lot. And then many years went by, I just couldn't do it anymore. Really? You know, because it was just too hard. You ever have that? Like you could do something, then you just can't do it anymore? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, it, it sounded really good. And like the drums sounded really good, too. Like it was just like all I was just like this dude, this dude just you're like blowing up the feed, too, man. You just like have like rap songs all of a sudden or like you'll just be like singing. I'm like, this dude sings, too. There's just like. You know, that like California, that California song you were doing. I was just like, this is dope. (laughs) It's like part of me is like, what is Zach doing now? And then I'm listening. I'm like, this is so dope, dude. This is so dope. (laughs) I mean, it's just expression. You know what I mean? It's like I have fun. I have fun just like putting stuff out there that I think is fun. You know what I mean? And funny you know, and just entertaining, you know? It doesn't matter what people say. It really doesn't. Like, and I think it adds to, you know, when you do play the drums, just to kind of like you feel like, well, at least I'm doing something that people would expect me to do now. And so, and then you kind of still have that attitude. It just helps, you know, because yeah, man, if you become too safe in everything you do, it's just like, that's the thing, dude, that I, that I like, I appreciate though, that you just, dude, you're just, you are like, and I, I don't know. I just, you are you, you do what you do. You're unapologetic about it. And like, but the other thing is you're, it really comes across that you're not really trying to do something that is not really you. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you're not getting too caught up in like, like what people get caught up in, like having a cool hairstyle or like wearing something that's like, (laughs) but I mean like it's, but then, (laughs) but then the music and like the vibe is just like super fresh though. It's like, it's, there's, it's it's authentic and it's dope it's dope man and it's just like you can't i don't know i can't i that's the only thing i could say is just like yeah man people if people are trying to hate on it it's just like man this is this is art dude like you need to stop with that you know yeah it's i mean you know with the times you know the narratives that we hear today you know and you know i think we we touched on it briefly just about like you know appropriation of culture and everything like that and i um it's it's really challenged me, you know what I mean? To really just think about what, you know, this is all about and what I'm doing, you know? And uh, I just, I've come to this belief like that art is artificial, you know? And it's almost like better when it's fake, you know? Like, <laughs> like it's like WWF wrestling, you know what I mean? There's something entertaining about it when you know that it's fake, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's art, it's artificial, it's artifice, you know? So like, it's the only chance we get to kind of project something that we might not even really be, yeah. you know, but to do it in a way that like is fun and entertaining for people. I think that's, you know, it, it, it that's the way you drum. That's the way you, you know, you do everything, you know, it's like, uh, so, I mean, I think when, when, you know, not to, not to go too far, but I do, I do kind of think about this a lot, you know, like is music serious, you know, like, is music a, a, is it a discipline? You know, like I, I, I think that you can really make it a discipline. You can make it a, 
a a really intricate like system of of rules and stuff. And and I think a lot of people, you know, kind of get on board with that way of thinking and they sort of do things according to a system of doing things. And it's like a discipline, you know, and there's a, a codified way of doing things. But I don't think it's like that because because to me, that's when it ceases to become like, you know, expression and stuff like that. Now, of course, people take this perspective all the time about like, you know, pure expression versus, you know, like, you know, is it a discipline? You know, when you go into a recording studio, is is there a way to do things, a way not to do things? And is it a serious discipline? It's like if you can't grasp one of those things and hold and, and the other at the same time, it's, it's that's where I think, you know, it helps me to stay involved in doing stuff because you keep it fun, you keep it fresh, you know, you keep yeah. things entertaining, you know. I think that like for that for 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 like roots music or like, you know, authentic music or uh, I don't know, maybe that's not maybe that's the wrong word, but that is especially true. So like I think about like 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 um some of my students are like trying to learn sissy strut and then when you start like looking at sheet music for sissy strut it's like yeah but it's you know like the b part of of sissy strut is like there there isn't one thing there isn't one single pattern it's like a theme that is that is picked and then but every measure is kind of different and so why are you trying to write this out just come up with a theme <laughs> and then let them express themselves accordingly you know yeah or give them the tools to play that but it's like i always wonder that like why are we trying to write this part out it's not really like it shouldn't be written out note for note because it's, it, I don't, I don't, I don't think if you had him play it again, it would be the same, you know, it's not, it's not the same uh, pattern. We just did a, sh- we just did something with George Porter recently. And every time I see anybody from the meters play, like in any configuration, it's ve- it's like really rock. Basically it has like this rock energy and you almost kind of go like, wow, did they forget like what they're known for or something like that? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Leo knows until he's got the, you know, full on like heavy metal guitar sound and the whole nine. And you're just going like, don't you know that they want to hear you play a telly like with no distortion? Like, Dude, do you know, know how, like, do you know how much I, we go through this with Jamaicans, with Jamaican artists, man? Like the original yeah, Scott yeah. Rocksteady guys but, come out in leather pants and stuff. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And, and, but, um, but when I was watching them the last time it was, it was, it was overblown. It was like more rock. Right. And it's like, like, how did this, and then and there is like an old recording of the meters, for instance, like where they're playing on the Queen Mary for Paul McCartney's birthday. Mm. Speaking of Paul McCartney, yeah. you know, <laughs> Phil's looking like Phil has, Phil has um, maybe a cross between a Paul McCartney and who's the guy from the wall that, that, that Bob Geldof, you got a little Bob Geldof going on too. <laughs> just, and then he's all quiet back there. You know what I mean? And it's just like, what's up with this genius? <laughs> What's up with this genius? I, we always yeah. say, what is it, Paul Giovanni or something like that? <laughs> is that his name? Oh, really? Are you've been called that? You've been called that, Phil? Paul Giovanni? Or is that who I'm thinking of? I think that's who is I'm thinking of. I can't remember. Yeah. He's too. You're too skinny for that, Phil. <laughs> I don't know who that is. No, who's the guy that we always say we, that you look like, Phil? The oh, actor. I've gotten Giovanni Ribisi. That's it, Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, uh, who's that? He's a he's an actor. I think that's actor. Yeah, figures. <clears throat> well, anyway, like there's that recording of of the meters live on the Queen Mary, you know, for Paul McCartney's birthday, and it's it's overblown. Like they're just like it's super. You couldn't you wouldn't be able to transcribe what he's playing on the drums. It's yeah. too. 
even when he plays Sissy Strap. I mean, are you guys familiar with, with the recording I'm talking about? I'm not. No. I mean, it's like it's like 20 clicks faster. It's just totally bombastic. It's it's so different. I think when they went into the studio to do those sessions with like Alan Toussaint and stuff, like he really groomed them. He's like, okay, guys, this is a studio environment. We need to go like this. We need to really, we need to slow it down. We need to play lighter, all this stuff. And I think he really drew like some really amazing things out of them that, but I think when they listened back to it, it was real slick. I, I don't think that they were in love with what they were doing on recording back really. then as much as that rock energy that, that, that they, that they have. So, I mean, we, we listened to the records that, that were recorded like that sissy strut recording with that beat. And with <laughs> it's just, it's not playable. It's, it's not even meant to be copied. Like right. I've never heard it copied. I've never heard anybody play it that cool. Right. It's like trying to play like Ringo Starr. It's like basically impossible <laughs> um, for many reasons, you know, and you know, yeah, uh, that's what I think. That's the vibe. That's what, well, dude, like, yeah, that, it, I mean, well, anyways, yeah, that's, it's cool stuff, man. It's that's, that's what I think real, like making real art though is, you know, and, and I feel like, I don't know, man, that's, that's it's important in music. It's what's missing, you know, in a lot of music. So we were, we were on this discussion on, on chops and coffee this morning about all that stuff. And I want to join you guys for that. I, I got two months off. Okay. Yeah. And do cool. I need anything special to do that or do you just log in? No, it's just a Zoom login and like you just jump on and we just do like we hang it's a lot of hanging out now, but the yeah. the dudes are in there. They're everybody in the room now is like there's only a couple like students that join and now it's like it's all different different walks of life, man. Dudes <laughs> that like went to Texas State and then like other guys uh, that are just like random guys, like, you know, guys that are just into playing in rock bands, guys that are like older guys, younger guys. There's a, it's just crazy. And so it, it's really cool. It's really fun. And, um, there's no egos at all. It's all just based on just warming up in the morning, playing some, some warm ups and hanging out, you know? So I'm always driving to work when that, when I get the notification. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know there was notifications that happened with that. It's just like, yeah, comes on, and then I listened in on your last podcast. I think with that guy, uh, oh, Rich Stissel. Yeah, yeah. I listened to a lot of that. I, I was like, pretty, you know, his like when he spoke about you know his whole journey of like the way he's transformed. I was like, oh, maybe you're thinking of Adam Gust, huh? At, are you talking about Adam with his? He had an a- a- accident walking through the, the glass door or whatever. And it, I it can't ch- tell. I think he's from Nashville or something. And oh, he that must be he, rich. Yeah, that must be rich. He talked about like um, really revamping his whole thing. He was on the road for a long time. Oh, yeah. Rich. Who is that? That's rich. Stichel? Yeah. Rich. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. He's um he's great, man. He's uh he does the drum mantra. And it's like a really yeah. detail oriented thing with um I just bought his book and it's like really detail oriented. um practice routines man it's insane it's really good and mm-hmm. he's a, he's a deep deep dude but he's one of the he's what i would consider one of the best teachers out there right now um, yeah so he's he's for drums he's really great man so i, I hope he next to phil right next to funky phil no. <laughs> what's up phil i mean are you still teaching a lot out there or what teaching uh yeah i'm trying to teach a lot uh, you know it's summer so a lot of a lot of families are uh, off doing their family activities in the summer, so 
you know, it there's an ebb and flow. Yeah, but I'm looking to I'm you, looking to teach more. Can you take on some more students? Because I had somebody reach out to me from this, I think the Seattle Drum School or something like that, and they were looking like to add ten students or something like that. Dang. You guys want to pick up some students from there? I'm down. I would be so into. Yeah. That. Hopefully, we don't get in trouble for <laughs> saying that live on the air, you know, or whatever. But. This just in: Drum Brigade taking on fifteen <laughs> students. <laughs> I can't do it because I'm, I just finished a lot of classes, for graduate work for, um, to become a special ed teacher. Oh, nice. I just finished it. And then like, I got this certificate that says I could be hired by the, um, by this, this, you know, by a district and be a, an intern. So cool. That's really got my attention right now, but I, it's over. So I got two months off I'm going to kind of brush up. How do you balance that with, I see you're doing a lot of dates with Carl Denson still and like some little, little, are you doing like full tours yet or just like. No, because you know, Carl hasn't done real tours for a long time because we tried to do a short one with uh, thievery corporation. I think I was talking to you guys right before we did that. Yeah. And uh, we just couldn't, you know, the brand, you know, Carl's brand, you know, it just doesn't really get supported very well during the weekdays, you know? Oh, I see. Um, there was a time when, when, you know, you could do that, but it seems like more of a festival type of a thing. And then of course he plays with the Rolling Stones. So when he plays with them, they play every three days, I think, or four, like, so they'll go to like, say they're playing at the sports arena, Mm -hmm. they'll play the sports arena and then they'll take two days off and then they'll play another date at the sports arena. So then he'll, um, Carl will try to pepper a couple gigs in there here and there, you know, But that, you know, that's coming, that's coming back. Of course, we all had took a little break there. Yeah. But um, a lot of it's weekend stuff, you know, and, you know, when you're a teacher, you can get a substitute teacher. Yeah. Um, You know, they will work with you with your schedule. You know I mean? That's the cool thing about education. You know, um, I remember I went and talked to my principal when I was realizing that some gigs were going to start coming back. And I was like, Kind of, kind of with my tail between my legs going, look, you know, I got some gigs, you know, please tell me if this is too much or, you know, please tell me if, you know, I mean, I'll even, you know, really consider paring things down just so I can continue on this path. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I do want to retire as a, as a teacher, you know what I mean? Like I want to, I've even really thought about like going into more administrative stuff, you know, like, oh, yeah. like principal and stuff, stuff like that, you know, cause I kind of, I just like working with people and, 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 and Phil, you better stop laughing over there, Phil. <laughs> no, oh, I can totally see it, Tom. <laughs> no, no, that's genuine smile. I could, I you would be like the coolest principal ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Principal Nager. <laughs> Funkiest principal on earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anyway, like, it, it's just cool. It's inspiring to me, you know, to even be in that, in that environment, of, you know. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you can get something. Well, it, it turns out like my principal was all happy for me. You know, she's like, oh, that's great. You know what I mean? Like supportive. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll work with you on your schedule, you know, kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, it looks like I'll be able to do both of those for a while. You know, I'm going through the same thing, man, with with tour and like all this stuff coming up. And like, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know how to like I got in too deep on my lessons. Like, what do I do? I don't know what to do, you know? And and so I started thinking about maybe I have to hire another drum brigade, you know, person to come in and, and teach all my lessons. And I'm like, that's going to be a nightmare. 
And then I got all my students and like a charter school to agree to me pre-recording like video lessons, basically like, um, and then, mm. and then giving them out every week for the students and keeping them going. So that'll be, well, that's cool. You might be able to develop a bunch of digital content, you know yeah, what I mean? Like that. I think so. It, it, yeah. All that stuff will be going on to Patreon after my, my one-on-one students get it. So it'll yeah. be pretty good. Um, so yeah. I saw you out there in, in, uh, was it Tahoe? Oh Yeah. Yeah. What, were you at the Crystal Bay or something like that? Uh, I don't know where that was. It was in, that was in North Lake Tahoe. Is that some like yeah. Hyatt or something resort? It's beautiful, man. It was awesome. But it was just, a, that was just a one-off gig with, with, um, the schmucky metal band. <laughs> and, uh, we, don't uh, tell them. <laughs> We just go, we, we, yeah, it was just a one-off gig. And then me and my wife hung out for another day. So it was, it that's was cool. cool. Um, yeah. So, um, all right. So, um, man, we, we actually do, this is too short because we actually have to start. We have to actually have to start wrapping this show up because the lessons are starting today and, and Phil's Phil's come all the way out here from far, far Brook. <laughs> um, but dude, can we just have you on again? Like maybe next week? <laughs> sure, man. Not a problem, man. I got two months off. All right. Yeah. Let's do that, man. Let's just, let's just have you on. Cause it's dude, we, there's some soapboxes that I need to get on. And like, I want your opinion on them too. And, um, but we just, I don't have enough time to get on a detailed soapbox right now. So yeah, you got to get that stuff out, man. Gotta get Come that on. stuff out. Get it out. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm rattled right now, Phil. <laughs> so, <laughs> um all right zach so zach nager coming in dude just catching up briefly with us we really appreciate it man that's really cool of you and um and then we'll let's 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 just plan on next week part two zach nager coming back let's do it all right. let's do it um funky phil thank you for coming in on the brief catch-up coming all this way yeah yeah it's we, good to be back in person man we started um we started late and um because phil came in studio and we had to figure out how to do this it's been a year and a half since we've done this <laughs> yeah. so we just got really great with with zoom but trying to figure it out in person just really set us back so but now that we have it dialed we should be good and then i can also come to you um um also phil so thank you guys for watching listening whatever not watching listening this week and um we'll uh we'll keep it real with you next week all right Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 114. Yeah. I kind of draw the line at poop. <laughs> Just not that funky, honestly. <laughs> it sucks, basically, is the word. You might as well, you know, have a ponytail. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with 
Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.